0: Welcome back to another episode of Witty Banter. Your hosts, Nabil and Danika, are here. We're missing one host, Daniel. I believe he's playing video games, mm. so maybe he'll join us, and maybe he won't.
1: Oh, and I got a notification saying that Witty Banter is live.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah, that is good. Yeah,
0: if you uh, follow us on YouTube, mm. you should get these kind of notifications. But you have to make sure you hit the well. Next to the subscribe button is a notification bell. Hmm. And I believe you have to have that toggled to get those kind of notifications.
1: That is good to know. Mm-hmm. So I should keep it off for now. Um, so Nabil, what have you been doing recently? What's new in your life since last week? What do I think you it's playing. Oh,
0: should I? Press see? pause Yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, what is new in my life? I tried an internship at a software company and I realized that I wasn't interested um, either in software development in a professional setting or I wasn't interested in the product itself. So I'm unsure which one it was. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm continuing to look for operations jobs, um, not necessarily software jobs. Um, and yeah trying to also continue work on my graphics engine stuff because sometimes the job searching um, slows that down mm-hmm. but i want to make sure i'm doing both at the same time because if i don't if i'm only doing the job stuff and not doing the stuff the programming on my own then i'm not like uh There's no value being created Mm. at the same time, kind of thing.
1: So, you know, my life for now, as I transition, I'm still teaching, of course, and enjoying the teaching that I do. But as I transition into becoming a more structured storyteller through novel writing or participating in literary events, um, I had the pleasure of attending another Play on Words um, event, And again, they chose, uh, selected one of the chapters from my book, uh, Birth Canal, and and the um, woman who um, read that is very kind of well, it looked like she's well trained, although her background is in engineering. I don't know what level of training she's received in acting, but she read the um, chapter in a very... um, touching way as well as because my character is is the kind of person who's not supposed to cry ever and she goes if if you had let the character cry I would have cried Hmm. uh, because she's giving birth at that time so anyway um that was you know a very fulfilling time just kind of to listen to your work being read and others listening to it Uh, but the other part that I was thinking of bringing up is the conversation about um, the story behind the story or the story of the event so one of the other um, readings was a reading of a play about a union a teacher's union and kind of the ridiculous take on a teacher's union and some of the the stereotypes of the different people the the major fundraiser who has a, a fridge in the school filled with beer and he makes, I don't know, $80,000 because he's selling beer and because everybody wants a, you know. In what beer.
0: year is this setting?
1: Um, it's kind of a non-setting, non-year setting. and But the point being, you know, it, it focuses on the stereotypical personality. Some people have been in the system for 40 years and then some people who are more active and some people want to pick a fight and so on. And when I was working with my colleagues um, in uh, college, once I mentioned that you know when I retire, I'd like to make a Bollywood movie about Community College, and there would be a tragic song in the curriculum meeting because somehow that is the most contentious time that we have meet. You know we people get really upset about the curriculum they're putting forward and if it's not passed and so on so you have to have a tragic song there Hmm. and then there would be a singing and dancing somewhere so anyway that would be a reinterpretation and there are a lot of interpretations of the classroom the college life and um and in whether it's in the novels or tv shows or movies and so on um what do you think of your life if you were telling the story of your profession, not your personal life, but your profession? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what movies have really or or books or that have been fi- have fictionalized that world, and of course that world is a much younger world than the world of teaching, which is centuries old.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what have you read, or what have you seen? Where you think, this is so the world that I have worked in. Office space. Okay, tell me about office space. Office space
0: is a movie that was released in, I want to say 1993, maybe Mm. a bit later. Mm -hmm. And it's a story about a guy who works in a generic office. Mm. I don't know what the company does. Is that
1: intentional?
0: Yes. Mm. I think, um, I think. Judd Apatow was the one who directed it, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's supposed to show your stereotypical kind of coworkers, mm-hmm. um, the always late TPS reports that they have, which <laughs> is supposed to be symbolic of just reports in general. Yes, that the boss always comes and says. You have. I work. I need you to work on that TPS report or <laughs> something like that, um, and the and gen- uh, somehow
1: the report isn't automated.
0: Yeah, no, it, they they have to do it. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess the general plot is this guy and his two friends and the who also work with him uh, are worried that this will be the rest of their life working a very mundane
1: mm-hmm. which it probably will job, <laughs> be. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, at the end he, Is there he, any he, hope at the end? Yeah, he leaves to work in construction and there's That's
1: it, more appealing?
0: Yeah, his friends are like, "Are you sure you want to work in construct as a construction worker? Like, mm-hmm. uh, we could get you another office job because the office gets" shut down during the movie Mm -hmm. and then he said no he 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 feels happier Mm. doing manual labor so um so yeah that's so that what would you that would sim i bet would be um relevant to many people who work in operations which is what i have worked in mm mm-hmm um yeah
1: and would you if you were writing a, a play or a movie or a st- novel um what would you what would the main characters be what tell me a bit about what your thought would be to fictionalize um, a, and and it doesn't have to be uh your workplace it could be if you fictionalized your age group or you fictionalize. you know what what would what would be some things which you think people are really going to love this because they're going to connect or they're going to get cringe because they're going to say, oh, that's me or, you know, Mm -hmm. because that's what happens as well when you see things which are...
0: Um, What would I, what would I make? What would you
1: make? What would you make a play? Would you make a movie? Would you write a book? Uh, Mm. Would it be, what would it be that
0: maybe i mean i don't know office space is pretty accurate but maybe a more modern version because like they're using kind of old technology from the 90s what has
1: it changed where you think this hasn't changed much what what has changed where you think uh as far as maybe the social media part or maybe it's the you know because i'm thinking even with with you guys playing video games you know at at a certain age group as in continuing in your 50s 60s or whatever yeah Um,
0: I guess in addition to the office space plot is that there are people our age and younger who are like uh, doing what they want to do and they're utilizing the new like they're utilizing social media to somehow make money. But I bet there's a large portion of people that are like, okay, I get that they're doing that. But uh, how do we how do we jump make that connection? How do we jump across that bridge?
1: Or, or even the concept of like, us. I mean, this podcast like, is is very new to our family story. Mm-hmm. It's a year new, but it's a fairly mm-hmm. stable ritual as opposed to other rituals that were part of our family. Uh, mm-hmm. So, for your age group, if you said, "Well, you've got all the you've got all the materials you need to yeah. do what needs to be done," right? Um, but I
0: bet there's. I mean. Even for myself, it's like, yeah, okay, I get the materials are here, but how do we uh, monetize. still? How do we do it?
1: Mm. But you don't even, even seem to th- be interested in monetizing.
0: Uh, I mean, in, in monetizing what?
1: As in, uh, just this podcast. Uh,
0: I w- probably I would be interested, but yeah, I'm not actively pushing it. Also, there's nothing to monetize. We don't I have know. any viewers. <laughs> the only reason people are gonna pay is because you have an audience who, you know.
1: But we we have chosen not to find an audience because we don't want to put the effort in. It's just you and me talking to each other and maybe somebody... Yeah,
0: Yeah. I mean, I also think, again, as I mentioned previously, one, if you're looking for an audience, I don't want to look for an audience and then be like, oh, this is what what they will like and then us change. Yeah. I'd rather uh, us build something and then we then find people who are interested in that. And again, that's only going to come... I don't know if anyone would be interested in the episodes we've released so far. <laughs> but they would be interested, again, when one of us is doing something. There are an, big things anthropological happening.
1: Anthropological study, 100 years from now, where in the way... Well, in that the, might be interesting they, they to anthropologists. Think, hmm, this is what was happening to people who were... Uh, uh, young adults and their parents was this the norm or was this an anomaly yes and um what made people do this kind of thing why could they not talk to each other without a microphone in front of them and without videotaping themselves
0: um well the video experience i think what? enhances the l- listener's experience
1: yes if there is a listener because these people clearly if you click on the number of views they received were not really high Mm -hmm. so what was the reason i mean if somebody was analyzing us hundred years from now you know what could be interesting yes
0: if if somebody was using machine learning and Mm -hmm. like they used our podcast as a source material of just like words and ideas and then they were mm. able to like build extract stuff out of it kind mm. of thing do we have, you know, have shared you, any you deep
1: enough ideas yes I, uh, it's like similar the, the, to a linguistic kind of yeah. you know when you're you're understanding or, languages and
0: or these things called deep fakes where people are able to create videos of like barack obama saying yes whatever they want him to say yes so yes. they take like i believe this is how they it works mm. they take uh, all sorts of audio pieces of him saying words mm-hmm, and then they mm-hmm. from that they're able to the machines able to build whatever you want it to so
1: what what do you think people <laughs> well would i'm not do saying it? i'm
0: not saying but i'm saying that kind of idea maybe there's other ideas like that yes, where yes. they're using yes. they just need the raw information of us our audio mm-hmm. yeah, uh, stuff and then maybe they make it into something but in the more but that's something in like hundred two hundred years if
1: <laughs> they want to create people from a hundred years if ago. they're looking
0: through YouTube archives mm. yes um, but for more current stuff again it'll be if I make advancements in my software project that I'm working on mm-hmm. if you're making advancements in your book writing or you're pu- publishing another book um, or turning it into a screenplay or whatever Mm-hmm. Um, or if Daniel's making moves in his coffee business, then these are things that people might be more interested in mm-hmm. uh, tuning into our podcast for. But right now, we're just like just normal, average <laughs> citizens. <Just laughs>
1: average citizens with a microphone in front of us, yeah, exactly, and headphones on us, and and
0: um... exactly. So I don't think that lends itself to a broad appeal. Mm. Um
1: could be like those uh, diamonds. What diamonds? The diamonds that are difficult to find. And Mm. therefore they become, you know, because the the more popular ones you don't want to have. You know, if there's something that everybody can get hold of, you think, oh, forget that. But if something that you think, huh, this is interesting. Not everybody wants this.
0: And then the interest of people, it could be for reasons you wouldn't expect. For example, you might assume... Someone who was listening to us is interested in what we're talking about. But sometimes people just like the way that you talk. Mm-hmm. And it's like, are you familiar with like ASMR videos? No. It's videos that people record where they enunciate things like very, <laughs> very much. And they make specific sounds like ta- tapping sounds on yes. like plastic. Yes, yes. It, uh, people who are listening to that, can uh, it's like soothing in a way. So ah. sometimes people just watch videos just with that intention in mind. So,
1: what is the number of viewers in that?
0: About millions. Oh my There's lots of different channels. Are they
1: are they by mistake millions or are they intentional? Some some
0: were mistakes, some were mm. intentional. But I think because I enjoy some of the videos too, I think the unintentional ones. And mm. there is a YouTube video called "Unintentional ASMR" <laughs> where they compile <laughs> videos of that. Those ones are more interesting because. There's also like uh, content behind it. For mm. example, there's like there these Japanese prints that mm-hmm. I guess people used to make in 1800s and maybe even before. Mm. But then there's people today who will still make them. Mm. And so they're kind of making it and explaining the process and mm. stuff. So, But the way that the person is explaining it is uh, in such a way mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. ASMR viewers enjoy. But then also you're able to learn about this person's craft or whatever so so yes the unintentional asmr ones are even better i think um and then people who like some people are into pens like calligraphy pens mm-hmm. so those lend themselves to asmr <laughs> videos <laughs> um and oh, just that
1: is interesting because we used to learn calligraphy both for uh, urdu writing and english mm. we used to write in italics and and when you guys used to get italic pens for school you never really used them did you no and I know you, you both of you had to buy them um, when we um, were growing up in England the few years that we lived there that's where we started learning italic writing and I, I felt it was a very artistic endeavor and so you felt really good about it excuse me yes what are we? that's just my
0: timer do? for my laundry but anyway okay.
1: And then uh, when we came to Pakistan, um, then you would write on a wooden tablet with a cane pen. And the ink was actually... um, And then you
0: press a paper on it? No, no.
1: You put clay on the wooden tablet. And then you take the pen, which has been... um, The nib is created with a blade. So you actually use a blade to create a nice nib and on a with a little cane and you dip the nib into a pot of ink which is made out of uh, dried powder and you put some water in it to make it so you mix the thing. and then you write on the tablet the wooden tablet with this pen with this hand oh, and the pen. wood
0: tablet is just your medium of reading it
1: that, that's the medium of writing it's called a takhti.
0: but like then you would pass this tablet to- Th- that's yes, how they would
1: then someone and cuz you're learning calligraphy on it mm. so you would write on it
0: and how but isn't and, uh, was paper not available
1: paper was available okay so why this, what is the intention so, of this so uh, this is interesting it was available but if you think of it it wasn't that readily available and the convenience of having a wooden tablet is when you're done with your written exercise you shave off a layer no you put a layer of clay on top oh so you cl- you clay it every time you want to rewrite something the next morning, mm. you wash it off and put clay on, then leave it in the sun to dry. And then now you have a nice clear palette again, and then you write on it again. Mm. And um, sometimes we would put the palette on, in our mm. knees to kind of sit on it and probably ruin our clothes, but we needed a quick way to dry it mm. so that we could write on it. Now this wasn't something we used in school. Uh, it was an aunt who helped us, you know, learn how to do this calligraphy and, and for a while, mummy helped us with the English calligraphy, the, um, italic writing. And, um, so yeah, the, the, we did a lot of that. Um, I, I'd like to pretend that my handwriting is really nice because of that. I don't know. I don't know if it's nice and I don't know if it's because of that. Hmm. Um, But I do know when you were in uh, kindergarten and first grade, second grade, I was concerned about your handwriting.
0: Yes, it's very concerning. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I try to type as much as possible.
1: But um, you never seemed the need to refine your writing and your teacher didn't think it was that important either. So I thought, oh, well, let let it be.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess it's not...
1: Have you ever thought of your writing? Because we used to spend hours, not only on the calligraphy, but even on our notebooks. We'd write the questions in one color and then the answers in a different color. And then we'd have these copious notes that we would have taken. And these are the notes that we would then study to be able to take our exams. And we would make try and make sure that we had these beautiful notebooks with perfect, you know, Uh, the science classes we had to make the diagrams on one side so you'd have a blank piece of paper and then writing and then the the paper the picture would have to demonstrate what the writing is all about whether it was maps or whether it was a a biology experiment Hmm. and we used to take a lot of pride in those I don't know if it helped us to learn a lot of times we were just transcribing notes that somebody else had written yeah. Uh, you know, it wasn't a learning activity, it was more of a transcription and graphic interpretation.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean I guess it's not that important. I don't need handwriting in my professional life. Or <laughs> I didn't. So so yeah.
1: I guess I didn't it, need it that. shows Unless you I the datedness a, of things.
0: Yeah. If I was uh, going to be a scribe of some sorts.
1: Ooh, could you imagine yourself being a scribe?
0: No. that would be painful
1: no but you isn't it the same kind of uh, personality that you have for coding where you're just sitting there and you're it's text now of course a transcriber is someone who is interpreting somebody else's work yeah whereas a coder is actually creating
0: yeah well actually it's interesting when i was doing this internship the very first day like i started shadowing someone Mm. and then and I was just listening mm. to the information, and then the manager came in and said, "Oh, Nabil, where's your notebook?" And then I thought, "Huh, that that happens to me frequently. I feel is like, <laughs> or not frequently, but um, in these the kind of situations, yes. yeah, yeah, the expectations of note taking, and then like I thought about, it, I'm like, oh, I guess I should probably write this stuff down. But then, but then also brings me back to the like when I was in school and I would take notes and then when I came to the realization that I'm taking these notes but I don't even I don't even review exactly so what am I wasting my time writing down
1: I have a I have a problem with that as well because there is a strong emphasis on note-taking as an important skill and I do remind students that if they've written it down they've kind of they've taken more control over what they're learning Mm -hmm. So, for example, um, in my class, if we're going over some punctuation rules and I say, these are rules, put a comma before, after subordinating clause, put a, you know, a comma for non-restrictive adjective clause, you know, and try and remember what they are, write an example down. If I just tell them and point it out in the book, um, that doesn't necessarily stay with you. If they write it down, they've gone through the action of writing it, which, was, which is beneficial. But I also have never really sit and studied my notes, thinking, wow, this, I am so glad I put this down. Yeah. I, I don't remember that point in my life where that happened to me. And so then I feel a bit of a hypocrite when I ask people to write down what I'm saying. Yeah. But I- it's more of writing it in the moment engraves it a bit more deeply into your memory
0: yeah i've heard that that's what that does but in practice i can't say that i experience the same thing i would rather just give me direction point me in a direction that i will go explore and try and understand the ideas that you're trying to teach me and i will and then, and then i remember a teacher saying just forget about the note taking just like pay attention in the class and then if you want to take notes, then that's fine. But do the paying attention part first. Sometimes, I guess, people <coughs> will get distracted by taking notes. but um...
1: I find if in one day or one hour, I focused on, these are three things I'll remember. These things are important to me. Mm -hmm. I try and make that a point in my for myself and for my classes saying, "Okay, I've spent the whole hour doing this. I can't remember everything I've done. Yeah. What are the one or two most important things I can remember? So that's usually what I try and tell my students, you know, this is what we're going to do. One, two and three. Hopefully you will remember those three things and how you do them. Right. And uh, if not, I will repeat them because you need to repeat them again and again. Yeah. However, the best form of learning is to teach someone.
0: Yeah, I could imagine. If you can means...
1: teach someone something, then you're really, you, you've Understand. learned it. It doesn't necessarily mean that the other person has learned it. Mm-hmm. It just demonstrates that you know it enough to be able to explain it. Yeah, I agree. But then you have to find a, a reason to explain it if you want to gauge whether you've learned it or not. Unless you're a trained teacher who's going to get paid to do it. I don't know how often you would do that.
0: Yeah. I can't say in my professional career that there was much... I don't know. That kind of learning. There's learning, but it's like... uh, Different kind of learning? I don't know.
1: Can we pivot a bit on the same concept of learning and the movie last night?
0: Oh, that movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. What were your thoughts about it? Because I was thinking, I was telling my friend this morning about the movie. And she goes, oh, you've watched it already? I've heard that it's got a case coming up against it because um, the lawyers, you know, are, are doing a case that why have they highlighted them? And I said, I don't, I didn't know what to make of the movie. I wasn't being entertained by it. And I know they were the, they were doing these clever things, and the movie was the laundromat
0: I don't even remember the name the
1: name because it's laundering money mm-hmm. so that and I had read about it in the New Yorker, mm. and so what happens is I get you know sometimes The Economist of the New York I'll get these magazines and i'll I'll find what they're doing a review on and and of course, what's her name the actress um
0: Meryl Streep. Meryl
1: Streep. You know, you assume any movie she's in, is probably going to have some level of credibility. And, and so I thought, oh, and Antonio Banderas was in it. Not that I like him that much, but, you know. Yeah. So so there were uh, actors that I thought, oh, yeah, they're usually good. Yeah. Um, and that's why I wanted to see it. And then when I started watching it, I thought, hmm.
0: I don't like movies that are too forward and trying to push an agenda. This was whether, very much an agenda. Whether or not I would agree with the agenda or not. Yes. It's like the movie Black Klansman by... Um, who's that famous director? Uh, Spike Lee. Yes. Okay. Uh, that was very much like a, uh, pushing a thing, especially the last scene where it was like... A, um, i don't know just uh, stuff about anti-america race. and mm-hmm. race and stuff like that and that's fine but uh, when you're trying to push it down my throat then i'm like mm-hmm. no thanks i don't like this so i had the same less because uh, uh, um i felt that less in this movie but i did feel it yeah um
1: were you entertained by it and were you looking for entertainment that's what i was telling my friend i said i think i was educated but not that much because i have a general sense that Mm -hmm. people mess up i I mean maybe i didn't know to that extent that they have that level of offshore companies that really are nothing yeah Um, and so
0: the un also the untrained viewer might think that they might make a generalization that this is all business and then you know the that all corporations are like this yes uh, that's what i think people might think um and that it's this like wasn't a unique situation I mean, we're talking about specific ins we're talking well it was insurance companies but then i guess the parent companies of the specific insurance companies were also involved mm-hmm. in other businesses presumably um And yeah, and then it's like the, comp- the the local businesses that were getting these insurance policies were picking cheap ones. Mm. And my first response to that is like, well, yeah, you, there's your problem. Like when you're shopping around for things like this and you find very cheap things of anything, mm. there's a chance that they could be low quality or shady.
1: But how would you know though?
0: Yeah, I guess you, in this case with insurance, I suppose you wouldn't know. I mean, g- look at some g- Google reviews or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it would be hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but I don't know. To me, it was just like, well, yeah, there is part of your mistake. Maybe it's not their their mistake fully. Obviously, these are mm. people involved in corruption. But... Um, it, you can very easily uh, isolate the blame on the corruption of the people as opposed to some due diligence f- with every person along the chain of the transaction.
1: Did it Did it have to be a feature kind of a, a movie or could it have been a documentary? Well,
0: or, I probably would have been better as a documentary or if it was this movie then... Don't do the whole breaking the fourth wall explaining stuff to us. Mm. Just let the two characters play as the characters. Yes. Like a normal movie. Yes. Um, I mean, even the, the
1: start with the cavemen and all that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was unnecessary.
1: That that kind of.
0: You're yeah. You're simplifying things too much, I think.
1: Yes. Um, moving from bananas to yeah yeah I was bananas. not engaged
0: in that part at no. all. I was like, all okay, right, cool. This is
1: not even cool. Yeah, n- no,
0: I mean, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is not a parallel. Yeah, or not a good one anyway. Yes, money is more complex than that.
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, I didn't know what to make of the movie. Do you know I, who the director was? Yes, so- 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 Sodenheim. So he's a famous director. I'll oh, tell man. you. Um, One second, I will tell you just now. Um, laundromat. It's supposed to be a drama and comedy.
0: Mm.
1: Oh, so the quartets refused to block ne- Netflix. Netflix to show it. Um, Pardon. Soderbergh, Soderbergh, Steven Soderbergh. That's the director. That is the director.
0: Okay.
1: And Gary Oldman, Antonio Banderas. Uh, They've got the hominids one, two, and three. (laughs) And then uh, Jeff Meckalowski.
0: Yeah, in general, I don't like sensationalism. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. So, if they toned, if they just eliminated that, I would have much rather enjoyed. Um. I mean, the part where they're the director of twenty five thousand companies is just signing papers. Yes, yes. If they like, maybe went in a bit more into the, te- I don't know what you want to call it, the technical side of that where. What's the whole idea of that concept? If they just explained it, like that would have been interesting to me. Yes. Like the mechanics behind this fraudulent activity. Yes. Um, And how you're able to get away with it. That would have been good. The, the more in-depth of the legal loopholes that they're going through, basically.
1: <laughs>
0: not the fact that they are doing it, but because that's the root of the problem, is it not?
1: Oh, so yeah. So he made uh, Aaron Brockovich... Apocalypse. Now, Now. I like that one. Uh, This is a new one. It looks like Um, 2019. Uh, Godless, and um, what are some other sex slides and videotape? That was a big traffic. That was a big one. That was actually one. Did you see traffic? Yeah, I did.
0: Ludacris was in there, right? The rapper.
1: I think so. Yes, yes, he is in it. Benicio del Torres, Jacob, Michael, Thomas. Oh, I don't see him. Ludicrous. His
0: name is Chris something. Oh, oh. I think.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, Andrew Chris something? No. No, no. Okay.
0: I don't remember his real name.
1: Oh, and Syriana, that was good. Oh, uh, no, no, that wasn't his. Anyhow, yes, yeah, so I didn't like it that much.
0: But what what is your thought on what I just said?
1: That um, if they had just focused on some elements of the action?
0: Well, so the root of the problem is the legal loopholes that they're going through to do this. So maybe explaining some detail about these legal loopholes. Right? Yes. That's the that's the problem. Yes, yes. And, um, that it's
1: le- everything they did was legal.
0: Right. And so if you look maybe into the Yes. and
1: that's the why they codes were jailed and for the three months.
0: Yeah, then you could get a better understanding of that. Um But yeah, I mean, I'm not a I'm not involved in political activism. Um so to me there's no um yeah i don't know to me it's like all right well here's a problem and i'm not going to do anything about it and all right, that was great i guess yeah and i don't and i still don't know what the problem and, is and you want
1: to be conscientious but you know you're going to be conscientious anyway about not yeah looking for things that look if it looks too good it probably is too good what do you mean by that? As in like the insurance, which you said is a cheaper insurance. Yeah. If it looks too good, oh, you right, really yeah. should go deeper into it. Yeah, that's correct. Um, um because it's probably there's a something. Yeah. But maybe we're cynical and the average person isn't.
0: Yeah, but then you'll become vulnerable.
1: Yeah. That is true. Okay, so now not to just kind of focus only on your movies, but what the heck, you know, talked about movies, the vegetarian concept. Oh, yes. Do you think that's a fad? Uh, do you think one year from now, we're going to say, what the heck? We thought we weren't supposed to have meat.
0: Mm, I think it's a fad to the to the extent that of our own willingness as in like, yeah, it might be a fad because we are not willing to change. But I but I think eating vegetables as opposed to eating meat and animal products, I'm willing to bet it's a healthier option.
1: Yeah, I feel so. I, I, really I don't see... I also feel it's sometimes a tasty option. I don't really have the craving for meat. Mm-hmm. I don't feel as if, oh, I'd better have.
0: Yeah, I don't meat. either. Um, but, you know, I do have the occasional cheeseburger... Pizza, these are things that I don't know. You know, actually, I could eliminate it. It's just the f- problem is when you're meeting other people like friends. Hmm. And if they're not on board with it, you're not going to... You either don't eat with them or...
1: Well, you can. You can order. Most places you can get something which is vegetarian. You don't yeah, have to have the meat part That's true.
0: It. But it's like if you go to a burger joint... I mean, what are you gonna get there? Uh, non-burger. I mean, well, I, I guess I got you got the, the fried fries,
1: and they were good.
0: That's true. Good I suppose you could beans. do stuff like that. Yes. Um.
1: Because you don't have to have the whole
0: yeah, yeah. burger
1: and patty and all of that. Somehow we feel as if, oh, you know, we have to have all the the main thing. You could have the periphery. Sometimes the periphery stuff is much yeah, tastier.
0: That's true. That's true. I guess then it's more specific, it would be like if you ordered a pizza together. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, then you're eating your dairy there. Uh, You could... Well, we went to a pizza place, me, Faisal, and Daniel. But it wasn't that good. We ordered a vegetarian pizza, but, like, it became watery. First, it was a bit, like, water, Mm. liquidy. And I thought, oh, let it rest. But actually, letting it rest made it more watery. um, And I think it's... Daniel, well, I said that the vegetables mm, have mm, water in them. mm. And then Daniel said, yeah, you have to cook them before you put them on the pizza and so so yeah i don't know if there's some specialty but the more
1: you cook vegetables the squishier they become
0: can you not like dehydrate them
1: you could you could have dehydrated vegetables and just
0: no you can't get that out of cooking them
1: i guess uh but they would taste mushy Mm. um if they were fresh you could have dehydrated would
0: they be mushy though because if you if you cook them to get the water out. Uh, wouldn't yeah. they become more uh, brittle or...
1: I guess you could. Harder? I would keep them fresh. But maybe maybe, th- maybe they should start having... Do you remember ever having a, a pizza in Italy with potatoes on it?
0: Potatoes on it? No. Yes,
1: because they do have that in Italy. It's a thin crust with potatoes on it. Mm. And that went really well. Um, I'm surprised they no actually no um they just have seasoning and maybe some olive oil and so that the potatoes taste nice and mm. um so yeah i'm surprised that they don't bring that here because it it did taste good now you could argue it's carbohydrates with more carbohydrates uh, but it is a very good vegetarian option
0: yeah but yeah i think i could um
1: oh that reminds me i have some uh um, what's it called? Red, po- what are the red potatoes? Yellow potatoes? What they call? Yams, Yams, sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. I have some that I was going to make today. So mm. I'll probably make those because they are good root to eat.
0: But yeah, I don't think it's a fad. I mean, I don't you think, think it's, it's wise. Yeah, I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think this is like a fad of like, I don't think in the 80s is one like fat free. Reduced fat was a mm-hmm. big marketing mm-hmm. thing. Um, I don't think it's like one of those So um, I mean, so you
1: know Your time is going to change Soon In another two weeks
0: Oh the daylight savings mm-hmm. Fall back Yeah So it's going to go back one hour Yeah Interesting
1: No do we go backwards or forwards Well, Spring
0: forward fall back.
1: back Oh yeah So that means It'll be darker this time Yes it will It'll be like five o'clock When it's supposed to be four o'clock
0: this will be three o'clock fall back right
1: oh you wake up earlier in the morning yeah i think so no. doesn't fall
0: back mean turn your clock back one hour i think so
1: my mind isn't working uh, i no think way. it's that
0: i think it'll be three forty-four. 44 because we're running out of daylight right now so we want more mm-hmm. so i think that's how it works Um
1: You know what? We could try. What? Be silent for as long as we can. Let's see how long we can be silent.
0: Yeah, we could. But let's think of something to talk about, I think.
1: You want to talk about I mean, it you already? could be
0: silent, but just take that time to think about something on your mind.
1: Okay, let's give ourselves a, a moment of, uh, uh, three moments of silence. Now it's funny, you only give moments of silence when you're sad about something. But why do I we guess. not say, let's be silent and really take in the happiness?
0: Is moments of silence for sadness or contemplation?
1: It's usually sadness. A moment of silence because something bad has happened. But is it... To contemplate on life, yes. Right. So but, w- but why do we not contemplate on life when we are happy?
0: Well, the sad the contemplating on the sadness is because it's hard to understand and comprehend maybe mm-hmm so it's the the person speaking cannot describe in words um, to help the audience understand
1: or or you give people a moment to respect the person and hence the silence because it's usually something has happened like an earthquake or people have, you know, passed on or something. And then when you have a gathering, uh, you know, in a school or in a business, you will say, let's take a moment of silence in memory of the people or the, you know, it's usually people uh, who have suffered whatever they've suffered. So it's, the thing has already happened some time back usually. So it's not an immediate reaction to, okay, something terrible has just happened let's be silent it's something sad has happened around us some time back but now we're showing our respect for the people that that has happened to and so we are going to be silent out of respect
0: yeah that's true
1: and um we never say "Wow, that was excellent news something happy happens and then you say out of respect for acknowledging the good news and making sure we don't get too excited. Ag- yeah.
0: Yeah, I'd like to be that person <laughs> saying those things. <laughs>
1: let's let's take a moment All of right, silence to let's reflect, calm down and yes. let's just
0: think about the success we've had and how we yes. will move
1: forward. And how it will not be successful for too mm, long. Yes, exactly. This is a moment, a flash in the pan, a shooting star that will <laughs> fall. <laughs> I'd like
0: to deliver that message. (laughs) (laughs) That would be fun.
1: Okay. We can think of a good moment next time where you can say, let us all be silent.
0: Do you use tools to outline when you're writing? Yes. Before you start writing?
1: I, um, I sometimes do some... Yeah, I do. I will sometimes think through with... Uh, what do you mean by tools, as in so I brainstorm or in cluster? In
0: software development, I will use a thing as like a flow charting mm-hmm. where you diagram out the general flow of your application and mm-hmm. when you run into like um, conditional mm-hmm. statements. Mm-hmm. So y- generally, a software developer would draw one of those out first before they start writing any code Mm -hmm. so they understand what kind of checks they're gonna want to do and they Mm -hmm. get the general uh just structure of the program uh so do you for do you do something like that for writing i do
1: i um make outlines white cluster but i don't use a particular tool for it
0: okay but like your outlines are just text-based like these ones are like uh you use shapes so like a o an oval indicates the start of a procedure mm-hmm. then a square is like a, uh used for just a general process a triangle is used for if uh, there's a conditional s- mm-hmm, statement there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so would would using shapes like that oh, i guess that they would be it would be very
1: helpful no, no 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 i'm i'm thinking it would because when you tell a story you set this you have the setting and then you have the first risk and then you have oh, yeah. a you know you have all these steps in the story that you tell the hero's journey and then
0: maybe even then you could have the triangle for the conditional and then it's like yes. if the person dies the yes. story goes this way yes. if it doesn't this way and then you can yes. maybe decide yes. how you want it to go
1: what is the tool that you use
0: so draw.io
1: Okay, let me see that. It sounds like something that I could consider using. Yeah, it's pretty
0: Um, cool and easy to use, and it syncs, you can sign in with your Google account, and then it's almost like, you know how Google Docs, how that format is of a doc or a sheet? Yes, yes, So it comes in that same format.
1: Oh, so draw.io,
0: or if you're just Googling, just type draw space io.
1: Ah, flowchart. Yeah, and you can authorize. And so you just shape. you
0: can drag and drop different shapes, uh, enter in uh, fonts, rounded edges. So color. it is
1: affiliated with Google.
0: They have an integration with it. I don't know if Google is the one who made it, mm-hmm. but they've whoever made it has made it very similar to like a Google Docs. Hmm. And it uh, you can if you sign in with Google, it'll go to your Drive. Okay. So it's just like an additional thing to Google Docs.
1: It's a, an additional app to Google Docs. Yeah,
0: basically. Um and it has think of it like a spread uh Excel spreadsheet but for flowcharts cuz mm-hmm. they have tabs and stuff. You can add new tabs. Mm-hmm. Um and you can one page can be a big, you know how you have those uh, pictograms or these big yes, images yes, with yes. different diagrams on it um, so you can make it like oh, that so you've
1: got a variety of them so if i say um, this is very fascinating so you've got a basic one mm-hmm. and you've got tables layout flowcharts so
0: you can do the pre ones or i just go to the blank one and just make one from scratch so basic yeah basic whatever the one where there's nothing there
1: yes uh, use the root folder yes and uh,
0: um, and then you can um, put down shapes and start designing your own okay. flowchart and it's a good way to think about your just the structure of whatever you're writing from a macro level.
1: Okay, so I've got the shape here and then I can, I can't write in it, how do I write in it? Edit data?
0: Um, oh, no. Usually you Depending on what shape you picked, you can just double click into it. Okay. Uh you can also just manually put text anywhere by
1: Oh, they've got to um okay.
0: Well there there's a specific text one, but also some of the boxes have their own like built in text thing where you just double click on it. Mm, but um okay.
1: hmm. So, so, yeah, what, I, what made you think of that?
0: Well, actually, during my internship, one of the exercises was uh, the manager described a system and mm-hmm. asked me to design a flowchart mm-hmm. for that system mm-hmm. so I don't I wasn't doing that for my own project, but mm-hmm. I thought it might be a good idea to do that for my own good mm-hmm. um, that way when I'm thinking about how I want to improve or change my software.
1: So he told you about this.
0: Um, I had used this before, and because they had asked me, "Have do you know of any? Do mm. you use any tool? Uh, flow charting tools yes, like yes, this?" Yes. And I said, "I have. I just don't remember the names." Mm-mm. So, and then he had mentioned this tool, and, okay. and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I have used this once before." Okay.
1: Okay, um, so you can share it with others. Mm -hmm. You can synchronize it. Um, So you have an... Oh, so if you have an outline, if you already have an outline that is created, it will synchronize with that, correct? Is that how it works? So it's got command shift O. You can support it as... You can uh, export it as a URL.
0: If you already have an outline, I assume it would have to be a certain format. I I, I don't know. I
1: would assume that too. So, save, auto save. Okay, so it's just kind of the same as Google. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. That is fascinating. Good to know.
0: So, yeah, I've been trying to design, change my design method to start with this first and then write the code um
1: so you don't usually do that
0: no i don't i just write the code and just whatever's on the Mm. paper Mm -hmm. um is how i would but then um this could be good also for so I mean my code is open source mm-hmm. so if I have if I put together this stuff and I include it in the documentation then somebody
1: knows what sh- the thought that y- went through
0: exactly because it. it's hard to go read line by line and understand it but yes. if you're able to at least get a general overview first yes then yes. you can much e- more easily understand
1: okay I like that yeah. So here's another thing that I've been using which I find really nice. You see this Instagram post I have here? Do you like it?
0: Let's see. The author's strength lies in plunging the reader into Tara's little universe with detailed and elaborate descriptions of the little things that surround, summon, seduce and sometimes even seclude her. Let's see if I can put this in front of the camera. I don't know which camera I'm looking at. Okay, it's not that clear, but anyway, okay. yes. Looks like a great Instagram post and okay. Nripulse.com. I don't know what that is.
1: It's non resident Indian uh, website. And so anyway who, uh,
0: did you write is that a quote from uh, them? That's,
1: that's a quote from them because they reviewed my book and this is what they said about my book. And so I made this Instagram if you can see this is um I used uh, Canva. Have you used Canva?
0: Sounds familiar, but let's just it's assume I haven't.
1: You so this has um, all these templates or these spaces that you can create. You know things like this, which and I've I've seen people do create um, flyers and and other you know short video things as well that you can create using Canva, and it's a free resource. Um, I just thought it was fascinating that how I feel it looks professional I don't know mm-hmm. if you think it does I agree uh, it does look professional it does does not it and I, I like the images they've got a whole slew of free images that you can use which I've realized is a big deal yeah uh, when you want to promote things right um, so yep yeah. Interesting. That was, that was so you you your tool that you're mentioning is what um, draw
0: io draw io Whenever you see we a website with it? or app with io at the end of it it stands for like input output. But it's very people tech tech companies like to use that uh mm. subdomain name. Mm, mm. So So yeah, draw io. Okay. Um,
1: io. That's good to know.
0: Yeah um so
1: maybe i'll try and use it in my classes if i can work it out myself because i use google docs a lot in the classes and
0: how would you oh to structure to the
1: sh- essays that they writing.
0: oh i see yeah you could because then you can you automatically draw arrows that mm-hmm. connect from one shape to the other so it mm-hmm. shows the flow obviously mm-hmm.
1: um although i found sometimes i i if you're using a new tool that can be distracting as well yeah
0: well you should definitely give it some yeah. you should try it out before I should you definitely put it, try it out before you I implement it. it
1: yeah so for this evening are you planning to cook or should we order in vegetarian pizza
0: hmm yes we do have some guests coming over i mean i was not planning on cooking if nothing Plan on eating the dal and bread.
1: Yeah. the the dal is working well for you. Mhm. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, but if that's not sufficient for guests, then yes, I suppose we'll we can have pizza. Stuff. Okay. We'll have salad
1: stuff. Salad stuff that we can. So your your urge to cook is kind of gone. You used to make pizzas and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's definitely gone. That's been gone since I left New Jersey. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the amount of cooking I'll do is the, well, would have been the scrambled eggs, but I'm trying to replace the eggs with the dal. And then the second meal, which is the rice and vegetables. Mm-hmm. I've been eating leftovers, so I haven't cooked that in a while. And
1: that uh, vegetarian meat tastes fairly...
0: Yeah, I haven't, I didn't eat any of it yet. Oh, I mean, you I tasted it. that t- um, tonight if you wanted. Although, I wonder what's... What's the point? No, what's in the vegetarian meat, because... I remember getting veggie patties one time. Mm. The frozen ones and looking at the ingredients mm. and there's a lot of stuff that I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So that
1: that's true. I don't see any point in I I would just have the, vegetables. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't want other chemicals and yes, stuff. Yes, I totally agree. Um that is that is a very valid point. So the plan for next week <laughs> is there anything in particular that we want to talk about? Um. Or think about.
0: Well, even if we set something out, will no. We but at it? least
1: we will have talked about. Yeah. it. Yeah. It's like note taking. I mean, we could sit in silence. Mm, A moment yeah. of silence. For <laughs> mm. by the time mm. we end.
0: For pending ideas. For
1: pending ideas.
0: Well, I mean, I want to make progress with my software. That's probably where my, most of my motivation lies. Mm. So, and with this flowchart stuff.
1: I want to write uh, a lot more and currently I'm writing about my writing to help promote the book that I have already written and then when I go to England over the winter break then I want to kind of really start writing my book Um, so that is what I'm planning
0: Do you write about the mechanics of writing?
1: Yes, the most recent article that I've just written is called Flies, Shrines and Memories of the Farm And um, so I'm telling my readers why I chose to write from the fly's perspective, why I've included shrines and the Shrine of the Keeper of the Flies, and a bit about why the farms that I have placed my story in Mm. and some of the historical context and ended it with this line that, you know, once people, and because not a lot of books are written about uh, people living on farms in South Asia, so I I feel that this is a a chance to get an intimate glimpse into their lives, and so... um, Part of it comes from this idea of why am I, why have I written the book. And um, of course I had this initial compulsion to write it and write the story, but why this place, why not something else? And mm-hmm. So as I'm analyzing that a bit more about why I did, did it the way I did and what I'm doing, I'm kind of clarifying not only for myself but also <coughs> any readers because the content and the reason are important to me.
0: Wonderful.
1: So, so that is I will continue writing about my writing
0: That sounds good Well we're at 501 We've done an hour We've done our due diligence So thank you for tuning in And until next time Toodaloo
1: Toodaloo